Well, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Coffee Talks with Ash, or if you're new here, welcome to our show. I'm your host, Ash, and this is a podcast where I talk about really whatever I want to for the day. Some episodes we might talk about spooky things, others we might talk about real-life day-to-day activities. Lately, we've been talking more about that. Our disclaimer for the time being is that I do live in an apartment building with my boyfriend and my dog. Currently, we are all home, so there may be some guest appearances during the episode. So, hi guys, how are you? I hope you're having a lovely start to your weekend. I am having a little bit of a sleepy start to my day today. It's Saturday. It is currently noon. It's a little, it's like 10 minutes afternoon. And we woke up, let's see, we woke up this morning, probably around like 7 or 8, got a little bit of a slow start going, I did some computer work, and now I'm sitting down to record an episode for you. So, today, on the agenda, uh, main, wow, sorry, mainly what I have on the agenda is I'm working on the home hunt, mostly. Uh, the smaller things that go into that, such as extending our lease a bit to give us some more time to get the home that we want and finance planning, which if you've listened to earlier episodes, you know I'm not great at, but I'm getting better. Also, in on the topic of getting better, I'll try really hard not to be squirrely this episode, uh, but I came in here, profesh, profesh, guys, starting off with making myself notes for what to talk about today, as well as uh, getting some templates ready that makes it a little bit easier for me to kind of record these and figure out what I want to talk about. So, uh, back on that note, we are also cleaning the apartment today. The dishwasher is running as well as the laundry right now, so if you hear that in the background, I'm sorry. And let's do a recap of this week, and we will talk about some of the things that I've been trying to keep you guys in the loop on. So Monday this week was not a great day. Woke up with bad mindset to start the day, and it just kind of declined throughout. So then going into Tuesday, I worked from home, and I did not take any phone calls that day. I don't know if I've mentioned this previously. I think I have, but currently... In the role that I'm in right now at my job, I am taking phone calls for about half of my day and doing processing the other half. So I did not do that on Tuesday. Um, I worked from home and lately this week I have not felt very productive, to be honest with you, but I'm going to try not to be too hard on myself because I can't redo the week over. I'll just have to work a little bit harder next week But to end the week on a good note, Friday I got some really great feedback at work and that was nice. It's always nice to hear that you're appreciated and that's definitely what that feedback gave me. It made me feel like what I do is appreciated and I don't go unnoticed. It's always nice to get that at work. So, uh, one of the things I was going to keep you guys updated on, there's three things on my list I'm going to try to keep you updated on, and first one is meal planning. How's that going? So far, it's been working out really well. Uh, We've been doing the same thing that I discussed either in the last episode or the episode before. We just plan two to three meals per week, and then we make sure we have the things we need to make them, 
if it requires more prep then we'll get that ready ahead of time but this week we really did simple meals that didn't require a whole lot of prep work uh, we did steak and salad one night so all we really did with the steak was we set it out ahead of time and we let it marinate for a little bit and then we also did what other meal did we do this week I can't think right now, but I know we did another meal earlier this week. We had goulash last week and that was really good. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what we're doing with the meal planning front is if it's got a whole lot of prep work that we need to do, like maybe we need to thaw out the meat, then we'll go ahead and pull that out, make sure that we've got the day that we're gonna do that planned. We don't assign the meals for each day, we just pick three of them because most of the time we have leftovers. So then we'll eat the leftovers throughout the week for whatever meals we made. Um, I didn't sit down and plan Thursday and Friday like I have planned for myself to do. Uh, I know last week I did it on Thursday and I felt very productive and accomplished when I did that because I had it all ready to go. But I have not done that this week, so I'm going to be working on that today. Uh, home hunting, how is that going? So my boyfriend and I, we've been periodically touching base on this over the last couple weeks. So far the plan for my part is to re research my credit and figure out what we can do to skyrocket it as much as possible, as fast as possible. So we're I'm going to be digging into finance planning the, today for what I want to get done. Um, I think we're going to do a pre-approval here soon to see what we would get approved for and maybe get some action items to work on before we actually buy and go through with the full loan. So that's where we're at right now for home hunting. I'm going to be working on that a bit today. So we've got a lot of balls up in the air at the moment and I've just kind of been trying to work on small chunks of each thing so that I'm at least still working on our main goals and that leads me into my next thing to keep you guys up on goals for 2022 how are those coming um, we're making progress slow progress but progress is progress nonetheless I knew that these goals that I had laid out for myself this year were going to be on the bigger side so I wanted to make a list of I think I discussed this in the last episode um I like to make lists and sit down and plan things out. It's just getting the follow through to actually go through with it. And then also, because I make so many lists and so many notes, having all of them in a centralized location is something that I'm working on as well so that they're all in one spot and I don't have to go looking for notes that I knew I took down. So I have just been trying to chip away at the little things that I can get done or work on the little things that I can get done. So that's going to be researching the approval, um, researching the credit and getting that checked. I have to, I, I want to get like a full report of my credit and figure out what we need to get working on that's on there that's bringing my credit down. So that is pretty much where we're at. Um, I'm working on just those small steps towards the big goals trying not to get myself overwhelmed. I, I have been a little bit stressed out lately. Um, I usually can tell because my left shoulder, I get a nice little knot in my shoulder blade. 
when I'm stressed out, so I've been working on trying to relax. Not as productive this week because I was trying to take it easy, so I'll just work a little harder next week in order to get back on track where I want to be. So, my topic idea for this episode for this week, since it's almost February, I figured we could talk about love languages. Because, you know, February, it's the month of Valentine's Day. Uh, and all of the stores already have all the Valentine's Day stuff out. I think I even went to a store that already had Easter stuff out. They just keep moving so fast, and I cannot believe it is already the end of January, guys. Can, can we just talk about that for a second? This first month has already flown by, and it's just, it's crazy. The year just keeps going by faster and faster and faster, and I, I need time to slow down a little bit. So back on track, there are five love languages, and I've been periodically listening to an audiobook called The Five Love Languages. It's by, I think it's by Gary, hold on one second, I think it is by, all right, it is by Gary Chapman. So I have that book on Audible, and I listen to it on and off. Um, sometimes I can't always take in more information and actually I'll pause on the five love languages. I want to jump into that. I read on a thread somewhere and I was actually just talking to my boyfriend about this either yesterday or a couple days ago. I read on a thread somewhere online that I don't know if this happens to anybody else but it happens to me pretty frequently. You know when you want to watch something but you just can't watch anything new at that moment? You've you feel like you can't take in anything new. Apparently that's a common thing. I'm not the only person that it happens to. And it's basically what happens when your brain is overwhelmed and you can't take in any more information. Which is why you go back and you keep re-watching the same shows or re-listening to the same media that you've already been listening to. And I just thought it was interesting that it doesn't only happen to me. And I, I hope you let me know if it happens to any of you out there that are listening right now. But it happens to me quite frequently where I can't focus on taking in a new episode of a TV show, like starting a new TV show. I can usually handle a new movie, like a documentary, but a new TV show, can't handle that a whole lot lately. So we, I've just been re-watching the stuff that I've already seen before. A favorite of mine is Scrubs. I love re-watching Scrubs. It's got some really good life moments and life lessons in there that you can relate to. It's just a good show all around. The writing and the monologues of Dr. Cox are just, they're, they're epic. I love it. But I will digress and jump back into my topic. So, as I was saying, I've been periodically listening to the audiobook by Gary Chapman about the five love languages. And because I've listened to, I think, probably about half of it, I can gauge that I think my love languages are acts of service quality time, and words of affirmation. So acts of service, that one kind of speaks for itself. It's basically your loved one doing a service for you that lightens your load, such as putting the dishes away when you're busy doing something else, or maybe uh, folding the laundry or getting the laundry going. It doesn't always have to be a household task. It could be them getting you flowers to make you feel loved. Maybe you had a bad day and they got you flowers to, you know, lighten up the mood. Um makes you feel like you're cared for. 
Uh, quality time, again, I feel as though this speaks for itself, but for me, it's when my boyfriend and I get to sit down together and have conversations with each other without any distractions. And so I, I love it when we get to have deep conversations. We'll just start a casual conversation and then it leads into a deeper conversation naturally on its own. And that is, it's very appealing to me. Uh, I like that we get to connect on a deeper level rather, rather than just on surface items. Um, so I like spending quality time with him. Um, and then words of affirmation. To me, it's all about the compliments. I love being complimented by people who love or care for me. And I say it that way because at this point in my life, compliments from strangers have a tendency to freak me out. Strictly because I don't know them and they don't know me and I don't know if the compliments coming from a true kind and caring place or if it's coming from a malicious place in any way shape or form or maybe they have an ulterior motive that I may not line up with. So now because these are my love languages this is also how I show my love and sometimes I have to remind myself that not everyone else shows their love the same way that I do. So for example, my boyfriend's love languages uh, may potentially be physical touch, quality time, and receiving gifts. So keeping that in mind, I would have to remember to show him love the way that he wants to be loved and vice versa. Learning the love languages, because I'm, I'm sure there's some people out there that are thinking to themselves, what is the benefit of learning a love language? So learning about the love languages is beneficial whether you're in a relationship or not. One, because you're learning more about yourself, so that's always a good thing. It's always a good thing to do self-exploration and learn more about what makes you happy and what you want out of life. Um, but two, when you find out how you like to be loved as well as how you love how you like to show it, then it helps you understand others. You're learning how to understand others because I would hope that it would intrigue you to pay attention to the people in your life and who you surround yourself with so that maybe you would get a glimpse into what they have as love languages. For example, maybe your best friend or someone you spend a lot of time with has love languages that you wouldn't have necessarily thought that they did uh, until you read the book or listened to the book and actually took in that information. It's always good to pay attention to how the people you surround yourself like to be loved and show love. And I feel like a lot of times we have a tendency to gravitate towards the people who have similar love languages to us. Like your friends and your family, most likely as you were growing up, they showed they loved you how they showed their love language which then probably imparted upon you how you show your love language now i'm not saying that necessarily maybe you grew up in a very um physical touch kind of home maybe now you had an experience with that and you don't like physical touch so the way that you grew up can also affect your your love languages but it's always good to at least in my personal opinion, to look at behavioral studies. I like to look at behavioral studies and figure out how people interact with one another because we're all different. Nobody does everything the same. Um, I interact with people differently at work than I do in my personal life. At work, I'm more of a social person and I like to talk to people, um, whereas at home, I'm more of a hermit and I like to keep to myself. So. It's always good to 
kind of pay attention to your environment and pay attention to how you interact with others and how the people who are important in your life interact with others as well, as well as you. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting concept to look at other people's behavior. So going back to scrubs, because I also have that on my, my notes here to discuss with you. So scrubs has been a long time favorite show of mine, as well as Futurama between those two. Those are usually the ones I go back and re-listen to on a frequent basis. And uh, I think it's funny because the shows that I have a tendency to watch and gravitate towards, and I really like those, I find that I like to relate my life to them. I, I feel like that's the, the note of a good show, is when you can relate to it. It makes you feel better, but don't rely too heavily on that. Um, so, I think, if you've ever seen the TV show Scrubs, I, I personally think I relate the most to the character Elliot. Uh, the, the little blonde, I think she's described as neurotic sometimes in the show. And I, I relate the most to her because I always feel like I'm second-guessing myself. Maybe not as much anymore, but a long time ago I felt like I was always second-guessing myself. I wasn't confident in myself. And I just related to her. I felt like she was a little bit weird. And I feel like we all are a little bit weird in our own ways. And in relating myself and my life to the characters of the show, um, I think my best friend is very similar. At least in my mind, she relates to the character Carla. She's very, like, spicy. Um, I, I wouldn't say that she's Latina. She's Italian. So she's got a bit of a temper. She's very spicy. She's also can be very stubborn sometimes, but yeah, she relates to Carla in my mind, and then her fiance relates, relates to Turk, the, that character in the show. I just think it's, it's, it's a very good reflection of who they are in my mind to me, and then I think my boyfriend, obviously, I think he relates to JV quite a bit. It's just those characters and their personality traits, I see some of them in the people that I surround myself with, so it's, like I was saying about the love languages and when you're paying attention to the people you surround yourself with and the people that you're around on a regular basis, you, their personalities have a tendency to kind of rub off on you and it helps shape the person that you are. So uh, going back to something that I may have said in an earlier episode, and I believe I said it in the last one, what we surround ourselves with is generally what we bring into our lives as well as what we expel. So paying attention to your surroundings and your environment is beneficial because if you are bringing that in and that's what you're going to expel out into the universe, then wouldn't you want to expel positive energy out so that it's what comes back to you? may have gotten a little bit garbled. Let's reword that. So going into the people that you surround yourself with and your environment, when you are surrounding yourself with negative things, we discussed this last episode, that's, you have a tendency to, that's what you become, that's what you consume, that's what you expel out into the universe. So then if you go on the opposite side of that and the opposite end of that, where you're consuming positive things and you're surrounding yourself with positive people, 
you are putting that out into the universe and that's what the universe is giving back to you. At least that's what I've found in my experience, but maybe it's just because I am a positive, bubbly person and I like to look on the brighter side of things, on the, the glass is half full rather than half empty. So yeah, I think that my friends that I surround myself with, uh, I relate to them to characters in Scrubs and honestly I think that's kind of a good thing because I relate them to their good qualities, the good character, the good qualities of the character. Oh, so going into, going back into love languages, which is what we were talking about, um, we can also relate this back to ourselves and how we show ourselves self-love. I was taking a look at some journal prompts to give me some ideas of things to talk about on this episode today, and I just realized that I didn't kind of give myself enough criteria to go over, so I was looking at some more information. So, showing yourself self-love. Everybody does this differently, so I will just share how I show myself self-love. Um, it kind of depends on the day, and it depends on how I'm feeling. Sometimes I do yoga to calm myself down and just kind of meditate, relax, move my muscles a little bit, pump the blood through my system a little bit. Other times, I actually just did this one earlier this week um, because my shoulder was hurting. I like to lay in the bathtub and just soak and relax and, and enjoy my own time with myself. Um, that's something I'm working at getting better on is enjoying time with myself. Uh, sometimes it's also reading a book for me. I really enjoy reading a book with a candle burning in the background and either a cup of tea or a cup of coffee in my hands. Maybe a cup of hot chocolate, especially since it's cold right now. Hot chocolate is always the best in the winter. So those are ways, um, I'm sure there's more that I'm probably forgetting about. Sometimes I do my nails, like last night I filed the corners of my nails down because they were looking a little uh, ragged and grungy. Um, I think I might actually paint my nails later today since I'm going to be doing mostly computer work after we're finished with cleaning. And I'll probably be doing cleaning after I'm done recording this podcast so I can get up and move around. I've been sitting in the office the whole time. So, yeah, just showing yourself self-love, that's always beneficial, especially, like I said, we're almost into February, and I feel like February is notoriously the month of love. That's when everyone, uh, my mom and dad actually got engaged on Valentine's Day. She told me the story, she's told me the story a few times, but they ended up on a train, a dinner train. And four other couples around them had already, like, proposed. And my mom was thinking to herself, oh my gosh, you better not do this. You better not do this. And lo and behold, my dad proposed on that train. It, it's kind of a funny story looking back on it. But I'm sure in that moment she was thinking, dang it, I don't want to be like everyone else and get proposed to and engaged on Valentine's Day. But, sorry, I squirreled again. Bouncing back to uh, self-love. Don't forget to show yourself some love this month. You don't have to have a significant other in order to celebrate Valentine's Day. You could celebrate Valentine's Day with a night in taking care of yourself. Or maybe self-love to you is not a night in taking care of yourself. Maybe it's going out and reminding yourself how amazing you are and how much of a queen you are and you deserve to be treated like one. So... 
do what you need to do, whatever it is that you find that makes you feel loved and feel at peace with yourself. As long as you're not hurting yourself or others, why not? Go for it. February is the month of love. I believe February, if I'm not mistaken. What month is February? Just a moment. So, February is American Heart Month, Black History Month, LGBT Plus History Month, National Bird Feeding Month, the National Children's Dental Health Month, a season for nonviolence, which is January 30th to April 4th, and Turner Syndrome Awareness Month. So we got a lot of things going on for the month of February. Uh, apparently February 9th is Food Freedom Day in Canada. February 11th is Safer Internet Day. February 17th is Random Acts of Kindness Day. Ooh, I really like that one. Um, so, with that being said, Random Acts of Kindness, we will go ahead and make our exit for this episode. Thank you so much for listening and bearing with my squirreliness. I hope this episode was not as squirrely as the last one may have been. Uh, I think I'm going to keep trying to make myself some notes to go off of for each episode. At least a little bit beforehand so I'm not as squirrely for you guys and I can stay on track a little bit more. But on that note, you are loved. And while you may not want to be here right now, someone is so happy knowing that you exist and would be devastated if you were no longer in this world. So remember to be good to yourself and each other. Take care of yourselves and each other. You are loved by me as well as other people in your life. And until next time, have a good one.